Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it, so look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Dean and I wanted to wish a huge congratulations to Vanessa, uh, Vanessa Grimaldi. Uh, she obviously hosted this podcast for a very long time, and she did such a great job. And I miss her energy and her positivity uh, and her overall enthusiasm every time she hosted. I really do miss that. And she got married today. So Dean and I wanted to say congratulations I'm so happy for Vanessa. Vanessa is just a good, a good human being. She's got a great soul. You know, a lot of people say, oh, you have a smile that lights up a room. Vanessa has a smile that lights up a room. Every time she hosted a podcast, every time she was here, every time I interacted with her, she was nothing but warm and sweet. And uh, I definitely miss her energy on a weekly basis. But I wanted to say congratulations she married her beautiful now husband, Josh, um, the the uh, gray wolf, silver wolf, uh, very, very handsome man. So they are a beautiful husband and wife. And um, I haven't seen any pictures uh, from the wedding. I know it was a pretty small, intimate ceremony, and I'm excited to see uh, them on their wedding day. And I wish them nothing but the best and a lifetime of happiness and I hope they, they grow their family soon because I know that Vanessa is going to be an incredible mother. And I just, I, I just, I'm really happy for her. And I'm happy for Josh. And I'm happy they found each other. So I wish them the best. Ashley and I are sending them our love. Hell, I suck at dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared, an iHeartRadio podcast. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Help I Suck at Dating. This is Dean Ungler, joined in studio across the world by Jared Haben. Jared, um, I was told that you were going to be recording from a car, but it looks like you're not in a car. I'm so, not. Uh, what's the deal? So we were at a doctor's appointment. I thought it was going to be running late, but uh, we got out of there just in time. Uh, so we had our third doctor's appointment. I got to see an ultrasound once again, and the baby is doing well. Everything is healthy. Uh, we had a blood test drawn today. We don't get the results for a little while, uh, to see if the, the child, uh, has any health complications with spina bifida. So hopefully those come back normal, uh, and hopefully everything is healthy. Uh, everything is looking good. The sonogram, man, it's, it's crazy. I honestly... For the first time, I felt really connected to the kid because hmm. it, it's starting to look real. It's starting to look real. Sorry, of course the phone would ring when I'm going into this moment. I hope Is that a landline? It. Oh, it's a landline. I'm at my in-laws right now. You don't think my in-laws have a landline that gets called nine times a day? I don't think I've heard a landline phone ring in over a decade. It's been a while for me, too. Every time the phone rings, it's quite jarring. I'm like, what is this obscure sound I'm hearing in the background? Nope, it's just the phone ringing. Uh, but anyway, let's see if it ends. 
Do you want to? How many? Do you want to answer it live on air? I should, huh? I don't want to move the mic because I'm not understanding. Oh, Ashley's coming in now. Just this is such par for the course for help. I suck at dating. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. How many rings does that landline have? It goes for like twelve times. Yeah, can we get a voicemail? Maybe. Yeah. You know, remember the old days where you would hear your voicemail played? Like you would, the phone would ring, and then it would directly yeah. go to voicemail, and then you could hear your voicemail. Those were the days, man. I do remember those days. Hey, so okay, so beyond all of those things that you were saying Throwbacks. from the doctor's appointment, was there was there any other uh, big news shared at the doctor's appointment? Oh, that news is already shared. Uh, we know the sex of the baby. We've. Uh, I'm not sure if I've I've told uh, you that or told people on Instagram that, but. Yeah, we know we found out the sex. Uh, we had a little moment between Ashley and I. This was like two weeks ago now. We were in Rhode Island and uh, we uh, drove to the place that we're uh, looking to build our home. And it's by the water. So we had like we sat on these docks and uh, it was actually quite awkward because there was a guy on a boat just staring at us because we definitely were not allowed on those docks. But uh, it got sent in an email form, which is so 2021 where hmm. we found out the sex of our baby via email, very anticlimactic, but still, you know, technology is crazy these days. So we had a moment and uh, we sat down with Lois and opened the email and found out the sex of our kid, which is pretty crazy. Now it's much more real. And what is that uh, gender of the kid? Well, we're just trying, we're, we're trying to figure out how to uh, tell people on social media. We told our families um so they know you mean you're trying to figure out how you can make a quick buck on social media by sharing it possibly we'll see but uh <laughs> it's it's crazy man it's exciting and uh the you know the ultrasound was pretty it was the first time that i felt like i said really connected to our baby and uh i i didn't cry but i could definitely feel myself overwhelmed with emotion which made me really happy because that was the first time that that's really happened i i felt more emotional seeing the ultrasound of our baby today more so than when I found out we were pregnant. Um, and I think it's just becoming more and more real seeing, you know, I literally, so the, the baby was like moving around, you know, and you know, the legs kicking and, and you could see hands and the head and you could see the mouth moving. It was, uh, it was pretty surreal. And then, you know, you're watching all this while simultaneously hearing, you know, your child's heartbeat and um, it was cool, man. It was really cool. Would you be Would you be equally as excited, more or less excited, if it was a baby of the opposite sex of whatever the baby's sex is? I would be equal. I'm very indifferent about the sex uh, of our baby. Ashley has made it known that she would uh, say, you know, she'd love either a boy or a girl, but she would prefer a girl. I'm very indifferent. Um, so as long as the baby is healthy, uh, I've always wanted a boy and a girl. Um, so I, I don't think I'd be, you know, I don't think my emotion would change at all. So needless to say, this is not the last time you guys will be getting an ultrasound together. Uh, for obviously you're going to get more with this kid. Yeah, I'm definitely saying, like, not for this pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying you guys are definitely gonna have more kids after this. I hope so. I mean, the problem is Ashley is still having a pretty bad pregnancy up to this point where she's sick constantly. Did she throw up? She had macaroni and cheese yesterday at like one o'clock in the afternoon because she was really hungry. Dude, five minutes later, she puked it all back up. It was disgusting. This might sound really ignorant of me, but uh, I kind of would like dig being pregnant for nine months. You know, you can kind of get away with just about anything you want. You can eat anything you want. You can like fart and puke wherever you want. Like you get a lot of liberties for being a pregnant lady or, uh, you know, walking around the house. Yeah, but I also feel like uh, you just explained, like, liberties of a of a guy, the things that we... I feel like you and I, as a guy, we can kind of fart anywhere. <laughs> we could be disgusting, and it's yeah. socially acceptable. I guess my, the only thing I can really compare it to is, you know when you get, like, really sick or something, like you have a flu and it just, like, kind of knocks you on your butt? It's so nice to, like, just have an excuse to lay in bed all day and watch movies and eat crap because it's like, I'm sick, so I'm just going to do this until I feel better. I guess pregnancy, I would just would imagine, be like that on steroids and for nine months instead of five days. I find myself eating worse because she's eating way worse. So when she sends me to McDonald's because she's craving a cheeseburger, I'm like, well, I might as well get the Big Mac meal. You know, I mean, I'm here. And so, right. but the problem is, like, one day it's McDonald's, the next day it's Taco Bell, and then we're making macaroni cheese at home. And 
I haven't had greens in eight days. I'm like, oh God, I'm, I am just not in the best shape of my life. She's going to lose 10 pounds in one day and you're going to take a year to get the 10 pounds that you're going to gain off. Oh, a thousand percent. Um, but everything is good. I appreciate you asking. Um, and, uh, yeah. I want you to share the sex of the baby right now. That's the reason I'm asking. Jared, yeah, what is the sex it. of the baby? Three, two, one, say it. I can't. <laughs> Did you say it? I didn't, unfortunately. <laughs> Where are you right now in the world? I'm somewhere in Utah. So are you driving? Are you are you with Kaylin? What are you doing? Well, yeah, I'm, dri- I'm driving around. Went for a nice hike this morning for sunrise. Saw a nice natural hot spring up in uh, the mountains here in Utah. I am a... Uh, Oh, I fly back to L.A. today, and then I fly back to Utah tomorrow, and then I'm driving to Montana to uh, hang out with my brother for a week before we go to New York for a couple days. So when you fly out to L.A., will you just leave your van in a safe spot, I hope? I'm just going to park it at the airport and uh, come back for it, because it's only going to be like a day, I think. So That makes sense. But then, so Kaylin and I are flying to New York. She really wants to go to the U.S. Open, so we're going to go see the U.S. Open in New York next week, or a week and a half, or whatever it is, and then... No, oh, that'd be cool for you too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not a big tennis fan, but I'll I'll gladly go there to uh, support her interests. Um, and then from there, we're gonna fly to Greece and then go to Italy for like a week and a half or two weeks. So that'll be like our first. Well, it'll be my first time in Europe in a long time, obviously because of COVID. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. I know Italy like might kind of shut down again, so I'm a little skeptical of the trip, but. Um... Yeah, Europe's getting hit pretty hard with this Delta variant right now, which sucks. But hopefully you guys are still able to go and stay safe and do Greece. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous if you guys are able to go to Greece. We, I dream of Santorini. Yeah, that's where we're going. I just feel a little guilty. Like, I know that COVID, like, it's just the fact that there's, like, so many cases coming up again. And, like, yeah, we're vaccinated. But it just, I still feel, like, a little bit of guilt traveling to Europe at the moment. I don't think you should at all. I mean, a lot of these places... <sighs> I, I, I mean, especially places like Greece or even Italy to a certain extent, a lot of the, you know, tourism is the one that brings in money. I mean, it's, you know, one day we're all going to die. So, like, there's, don't feel guilty about taking a, a week and a half vacation with your girlfriend. Yeah, no, I know you're right. But uh, I just can't help it a little bit. But, yeah, that's that's kind of what, uh, what we're doing. So, uh, no, nothing... Nothing. Oh, yeah, you might have to uh, host this podcast on your own, by the way, next week. I don't know if I've told you that yet. I don't think I've told anyone that yet, but we'll see. Oh, okay. Well, that sucks because you're the true talent behind this. I just kind of blabbered oh the gosh. entire time. We all know it's true. Oh, my God. Uh, well, let's get into a couple hot topics before we move into our guest. Um, this is from the New York Post uh, headline. Frisky couple spotted having naked morning sex on cliff. During lockdown, Dean, we all know this was you and Kaylin. They took, quote, sex on the beach to new heights. An Australian couple are going viral after they were spotted getting frisky on a cliff during lockdown. Quote, just thought, just thought it was a little levity given the times and the new restrictions. Photograph Scott Robinson told uh, the news. Uh, he was the one who took these pics. Uh, he took them from the water while swimming. Uh, sees he quote he says see lots of wildlife but never hear up on the cliffs. So the resulting pick first of all is this legal? Can you like take pictures of people having sex publicly? I was gonna say that's kind of messed up. I would be pissed off if I was the couple. I mean, granted, like yeah, you're having sex outside, so it's like you kind of get what's coming to you. But like, who just takes a picture of people banging and then go ahead goes ahead and like publishes it? To the news outlets. It's yeah, kind of weird. that's pretty great. So uh, it goes on. The resulting pic, which Robinson posted in the private Facebook group, shows the mm. buck naked couple going at it halfway up a coastal cliff right under the noses of obvious sightseers standing atop the bluff. These people are insane. In the accompanying caption, the photog jo- jokingly pondered whether their sextra circular activities were considered, quote, Outdoor recreation or outdoor exercise? Wow, he's a real, he's a real jokester. That one should be a stand-up comedian. Uh, the photographer also referenced Australia's renewed lockdown restrictions, which stipulate that New South Wales residents cannot leave their government areas except to exercise or engage in other essential activities. I mean, this is kind of essential. I think sex is essential. <laughs> I mean. Am I right? Hey, qu- <laughs> quick, so- nice. Quick sidebar: Is it buck naked or butt naked? Okay, I always thought it was butt naked, but in the article, it is spelled B U C K dash naked. So maybe that's like an Australian thing. 
Yeah, I was thinking, I don't know, because, uh, you know, maybe bucks, like a, like a, you know, like a buck, because they're naked. Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't it be like moose naked or something? I don't know. I'm currently drinking coffee out of a monkey cup, so why would it be monkey naked? They're monkey, they're, you know, they're naked too. That's a good point. Jared, where is, speaking of uh, buck naked, where was the weirdest place that you and Ashley have ever been buck naked together? Ooh, uh, the weirdest? Well, like the most bizarre, yeah, like no. the most out of the... Um, oh, that's a great question. I feel like you probably have a better answer than me. Uh, Why not? Yeah, we haven't really, we never did it in a public place. Um, I guess, man, I'm so lame. Probably just in the living room. <laughs> nice. You know, so in the apartment, but, you know, getting frisky in the, uh, in the non-bedroom environment. And, you know, we, we stayed out in the living room and, you know, did some things and had a good time. And now I tell the tale on Help I Suck at Dating. Is that where uh, Baby Haven was conceived? No, Baby Haven was conceived. Uh, actually, Baby Haven was conceived. Oh, I don't even know if I should say this. Yeah, come on, say it. Uh, in her parents' house. <laughs> in her parents' bedroom? No, God, that would be. Oh, uh, I don't think I'd ever be able to look at our kid uh, the same way again if that happened. It was down in the guest room. It would have been cool if it was their bedroom because then it would be like Ashley was conceived there and now. Your guys' kid is conceived there. Yeah, no, that's disgusting. Uh, where's the weirdest place you and Kalen have ever uh, been frisky? Whoa, dude, that's a really personal question. I don't oh, know here if I feel comfortable go, sharing that. <laughs> Who brought this guy, huh? Dude, I don't know. We're pretty. I, I, we're kind of in the same vein as you guys. Probably somewhere in the living room. I got to admit, if you, I, if I, if people had to poll, like if we polled all of Suck Army and said, "Who do you think is more adventurous in their sex life, Dean and Kalen or Ashley and Jared?" I feel like you guys would win yeah. in a landslide. Yeah, maybe we just give off that vibe. I don't know. I feel like all, like all that, all the oddities and like the weirdness when it comes to like fun locations when you're doing it like that. It, I feel like that's just like something you do as a kid, you know, like up until you're like 23, 24, 25. I think you just kind of grow out of it at some point. Yeah, because so. then you start pulling hamstrings and your back gets tight and you're like, this is just so stupid. What are we doing? Let's go in the bedroom. We can have much more flexibility in there. I would say, I'm assuming that the weirdest or most obscure place that you guys have ever, you know, mm-hmm, would be the van. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's probably not wrong. Again, I just, yeah, I guess. I don't, do you ever, I mean whatever we're open books but like just it kind of feels a little weird talking about this this whole thing is weird talking about it <laughs> i just like i could see K- not carrie K- kaylin getting upset but like you know she's a christian woman she's pure i mean we don't have to go into details here it's just like yeah you know maybe you guys have had overnight dates in the in the van a fantasy yeah, I mean, van. we lived together we lived together for like two years so i guess bound to we're bound to touch each other's privates at least a little bit at some point um, yeah the van, the van would probably be the weird spot um there maybe is like another weird one but i can't seem to think of it right now but in my entire life i don't know like i said i i used did it maybe i did weird things when i was like a kid like a teenager but uh i haven't done anything anything overly weird in a long time one time i got a black eye uh from uh you know doing the damn thing as they say i thought we were being Uh, we were down in a basement and there were pipes and like exposed edges of tables and we thought it was a good idea and then i like leaned down mm. for some i forget why but i hit my heart my eye so hard on a pipe and my eye immediately blew up and it was all bloodshot dude it was bloodshot and black and blue for a week afterwards and i had to explain to people what the hell happened to me and they were like, what happened to you? And I'm like, oh. I just, I just, I walked into a pole. It's a long story. <laughs> so pathetic. Of course, like as soon as I try something adventurous, it just goes downhill. I think I've shared this already on this podcast, but I can't remember it. There was a weird phase I was in in college where I wanted people to punch me in the face. And so like I had a crush on this girl. What are you, Brad Pitt from Fight Club? I guess maybe I had just seen the movie and I was inspired. I like had the crush on this girl. She's really pretty. We got on a few dates and then we were all at like, this house party together. And I was like, just punch me in the face as hard as you can. 
And she was like, no, that's weird. And I was like, do it. And then I, and then eventually she started just like punching me in the face. And I was like, yeah, uh, I don't know. It was really weird. Did this escalate into a frisky situation? Like, is there a good ending to this story? Or did she just punch you in the face? We were like in the middle of a house party. And she was like, she was like laying on top. Like I was like laying flat on my back on the ground. And she was like straddling me like fully clothed, like not sexual at all. And I was just like, punch me in the face. And it was really weird. And then I woke up the next morning and I had this really bad black eye. And I was like, okay, as far as anyone is concerned that doesn't know how I got this, I got in like a sick street fight with a big guy and he, I kicked his butt, but he got one lucky punch in. So Yeah, you should see I, the I, other I mean, guy. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say those are my proudest moments, but uh, it was, a, it, you know, it was, it happened. So it's, it's part of what makes me me, I guess. I know. In reality, Dean woke up and was like, I'm never drinking again. Um, yeah. We do have a great couple guests coming up from Shaw's of Sunset. We have Mike Showed and Paulina Ben Cohen, uh, which of course uh, Shaw's of Sunset airs on Bravo Sunday nights, eight PM. It's in its ninth season, uh, and they're going to be coming up on the podcast right after this quick break. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So... I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin. I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.
Welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Dean, myself, and we have some very special guests from Shaws of Sunset, which of course airs on Bravo. Sunday nights at 8 p.m. in its ninth season. It is Mike Showit and Paulina Ben Cohen. Uh, how are you guys? Thanks for coming on the podcast. Amazing. Thanks for having us. Oh my God, of course. So, like I said, it's going into its ninth season, Shaws of Sunset. Uh, it's a crazy successful show. Mike, uh, you know, when you first were on the show, did you ever think it was going to turn into this? Not a chance. Like, uh, <laughs> they gave us six episodes, season one. We filmed the teaser in a friend's backyard. I think this is going to be a fun run. I'll have some, some little bit of fame. And, man, it was incredible to see what it blew up into becoming. Like, yeah, uh, yeah the, show, the show aired, and Bravo was just in shock. Like, wow, we found the next big thing over a million and a half people tuned into the show. They were super excited. And before the season, the season was even over, they were asking us about a season two. What do you think it is about the show that makes it so successful or has made it so successful? America lacks culture, right? Because what you used to see on TV was just sitcoms, right? And, and if there was reality TV, it was like survivor and that kind of stuff. Right. So, um, when we came on, we opened the door to our culture that people knew very li little about, right? They saw things on the news because of the Iran war or what they would hear about these, you know, uh, these, these mullahs. Um, and then here we are showing a different side where we party, we, you know, we're just like the next guy. We want to have a good time. The next girl, we want to eat and drink and party. And we show people our culture. Um, our music, our language, our food, and most importantly, our friendship. We were, you know, it was, it was based around a group of real friends who've grown up together. And you get to see our trials and tribulations, and people really like that kind of stuff. So, Paulina, you're coming into it now. How has your experience uh, been so, the, thus far, uh, you know, being on Shaws of Sunset? It's been really nice. Yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> Short, but to the point. Tell them. Tell them to elaborate. Yeah, tell them. Like um, honestly, it's a bit overwhelming. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot. It's a lot of drama. And it's very hard to come into a group of friends who are so you know, they're tight and united and super involved in each other's business. Mm -hmm. Very much so to the point where I, I can't even imagine. Um, it's literally like in high school. That's like how you're so involved with, um, you know, in like your friends relationships and stuff like that. Like that's literally how it should be in high school, but yet they are a bunch of, you know, 40, 50 year olds. And yet it's as if we're in high school all over. Again. Do you feel a little bit like an outsider? Um, yes, they're definitely not my cup of tea. Well, it's, you know, <laughs> a lot of, I feel like relationships go through that where a girl or, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend or, or people will start dating and then you enter into their friend group, their family. And it just feels like sometimes you're kind of the, the out you're on the outside looking in. And I feel like so many people go through that. Um, how okay. have you been able to navigate that to try to insert yourself into this new group of people that are so close with the, you know, the guy that you're dating? Um, at the beginning, it was a lot easier. They were very welcoming and very friendly and loving. Um, I think this season, you know, it took a turn. Um, some people were very how should we say it? They, they were there for me. Um, others were not. Um, it's tough, right? It's, so, it's, it's really hard. Like you guys said, like you alluded to, you, you come into a group, whether you're a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and there's a, there's a click already. I'm so sorry. Let me. Oh, you're fine. You know what's funny? That's the second landline that has rung during this podcast because I'm currently at my in-law's house. And as soon as we started the podcast, 
their phone was ringing. And then Dean said he hasn't heard a landline in probably 15 years. <laughs> the only reason we have it's it. It's because our gate is, is, is associated yeah, with so it. Yeah, so the gate, you know, because. Oh, I hear you. My, my girl here is addicted to uh, Postmates, uh, Amazon, <laughs> you name it. You know, we Go have down. like 35 yeah. packages a day at the door. So I hear you there. <laughs> um, it's wild, man. Um, but just like you're. Just like you guys were alluding to, anytime you come into a, a, a group of friends as 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 the partner or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, those people already want to not like you because they are so protective of their friend, right? Like, ooh, what does Mikey want? You know, who? What is he all about? Is he trying to use her or whatnot? So my friends, because we're so tight, also felt the same way, right? So they're very protective of me, but it's like overboard sometimes. So when she's saying it's like high school, it's like we're grown adults. If I don't bring my partner to a party, there's no reason to be interrogated why she's not there. Mm -hmm. right? right. We all go through trials and tribulations. We all have fights. And, you know, to spot like that is just is not right. Right. You yeah, stepped out. You know what I mean? Yeah, most definitely. Can you guys share a little bit more about how you guys met each other? Um, so I had a a friend in Las Vegas that, 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 um, I was very close with back when I lived there. Um, and he's, we stayed in contact when I moved back to California, he knew about my divorce, um, knew that I was single and dating. He's like, man, you need to find yourself a nice Persian Jewish girl. So you can try that and, and, and see, because I had all these preconceived thoughts of what a Persian Jewish girl was like. Um, and, uh, he's like, you know, she's really hot. You'll love her. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, have some fun with her. And um, <laughs> it was definitely, I never thought that it would lead to, to where we are now in our relationship. Um, we gave it a shot. We went on a first date and I fell in love with her. I, I knew I was going to marry her from, from the second I met her. I, um, we talked on the phone for a couple of weeks, yeah. got to know each other. Uh, exchanged pictures um, and she has a beautiful voice, very sexy voice. And she was very complimenting of me and I was very complimenting of her. And I kind of wanted to get to know her before um, I took her out on a date because typically my dates were you go out, we hook up and we probably won't talk again or we might just to hook up again. And um, with her, because she's Persian and Jewish, I wanted to give her a little more respect. Um, so I'm like, let's go to sushi, our first date. And uh, on the way to the sushi spot, it's like, you know what I'm really in the mood for? And I'm thinking to myself, you know, dirty thoughts. I'm like, uh, what? You know, yeah. excited. She's like, Taco Bell. I said, what? She goes, yeah, let's go have Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco well, Bell's the best. Dude, but on the first date in LA, well, I was that's vegan. very rare. And she, she didn't want to tell me she's vegan. Um, yeah. So we go to Taco Bell. And I'm like, all right, I'm a big baller at Taco Bell. So I order everything on the menu. Obviously. Right? And, then, and, and I had one double decker. Goes, um, can I get one double decker? No meat. And we sat down. I'm like, um, so, you know, do you want to try any of this stuff? She goes, no, I'm vegan. And we started talking. She nibbled on her little taco while Aww. I just scarfed down all this Taco Bell. And we sat there for like three hours, I think. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was wild, man. Um, to the point where the... The, the security, security guard, guard came over and was like, you guys are having a lot of fun, huh? Like, <laughs> like, you know, you're a Taco Bell, right? Like that's what he was trying to insinuate. I was like, yeah. And, and, and we snapped out of that trance because we just were so focused on each other. And I mean, three years later, we're still together. It's uh, I know you guys are about to close Taco Bell down. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, and Paulina, I know that you have two beautiful children. Um, and a lot of people ask us, when they should tell, you know, if they're, if they're a single mom or a single dad, when they go on dates, when should they bring up kids? You know, when should that conversation happen? Cause some people are a little hesitant to bring it up early cause they don't want to scare someone away, but also they want to be real and authentic and be true to themselves. So how do you, how did you navigate that? I would say right off the bat, you should mention it. Um, I'm just, I'm like that. I'm very straightforward. Um, Right off the bat, I told I told Mike I have two kids. Um, it's funny when I first sent him a picture with me and my it was me and my son at the time. 
he thought it's like my niece or some or my nephew. Um, no, so the he, first picture you sent was you and 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 Mesa. No, Mila in the jacuzzi. Yes, you're and, right. I'm you sorry. Were, I thought I sent you, you guys, the Disneyland and you guys were, one. And you guys were kissing each other. Yes, Aww. yes. And I was like, yes. oh, how cute. That's your niece. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Whoa. And I'm like, no. I was like, oh. So, you know, like, <laughs> you know, okay, cool. You have, you have a daughter, huh? She goes, well, no, I have two kids. I'm like, oh, no way. Then the next picture came and it was with her and her son <laughs> and her daughter. I was like, oh, damn. Okay. Um, I guess we're just going to have some fun and, you know, we'll just, you know, call it that. I think it's just better to be straightforward. Mm-hmm. If someone's going to get scared, then that's not the person for yeah. you. Yeah. But Mike, it's not, it sounds like you, you weren't scared necessarily, but you were still a little taken aback by it. But you were obviously, at the end of the day, totally okay with everything. You know, at the time, it wasn't the ideal situation, you know, because I was a young guy, just got out of a divorce. I wanted to have fun. I really didn't want to take on more responsibility than I needed to. And I really didn't think much of it. I was like, okay, you know, she just got out of a divorce. I just got out of one. We're just going to have a good time and we'll see where it goes. Um realistically that's not an ideal situation for anyone i think sure it's hard right you know what i mean it's like oh you have kids great you know it's just unless the unless both of you had children and you come together Mm. like the brady bunch then it makes it it, it easier (laughs) right um right sometimes but but you know i after our first date i was like whatever okay she has kids We'll, we'll figure it out because again you know i didn't even understand uh, the responsibilities that it's going to take to to help raise two kids. They were five and two. So they were baby babies, you know, mm-hmm. like young. Yeah. Um, so I didn't meet Mason for, for several months. Um, and I met Mila. She was only two. So she's like, okay, you know, she's not going to remember much of it. So we'll yeah. go. And we all went and had lunch. And I remember uh, before I got there, I stopped to get her a toy because I wanted to make a good impression. So I got her a bubble toy. But, we still have it. But I'm part. stupid because I didn't realize how big this freaking bubble toy was. And she has <laughs> little hands. So she's trying to like hold this bubble Aww. toy to make bubbles. But, you know, just she had a, she loved it because it was like Dumbo or something. I don't remember. It was like it was a, a unicorn. Was it a unicorn? Yeah. So it was, it was cute. And I want brownie points with Paulina and with Mila. And yeah, it was, it was really cute. It was a cute day at CPK in Hollywood. Yeah. Well, so, so now that you guys have been together three years, is there any talks of you guys having your own kids? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, we went to a fertility doctor just to make sure that I, that I can have children, that she can have children, that everything's okay because I'm getting a little bit older. I'm 42. Right. Um, and everything's working fine. And you know, the doctor said that you guys are good to go and you must uh, just have a sexual, what do you say? The funniest thing. He didn't say have sex. He's like, have sexual encounters. That's what he yeah. said. Like, wow, you just made that sound so, so awkward. Yeah, so I know. Like, it's amazing how when people try to make something sound more elegant or sophisticated, it just sounds so much worse. It's like, just tell us to have sex. That's it. Yeah, That's all you need to say. Right? Yeah. You must have sexual encounters. I'm like, whoa. All right. Yes. <laughs> and then, you know, you have three days when a woman's ovulating and you oh. just like, it's you're working under pressure. So, so you're crazy. like, oh, trust me, man. I just went through it. My wife is uh, 15 weeks pregnant and, uh, Yay! Thank you very much. And uh, oh my God. So we tried for seven months, man. And like the pressure is just like, oh yeah. It's like, okay, we got to have sex right now. Like three times today, two times tomorrow. And I'm like, oh God, I'm not a young man anymore. This is not as fun as it used to be. <laughs> yeah. And you just, you, you, you got to perform, you know? And it's like, oh, hundred percent, dude. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Oh, there'd be nights where it was like, yeah, you're just like, okay, we got to like keep going. Cause uh I'm I'm having a mental block right now. <laughs> uh-huh. We're we're with you, dude. It's it's uh it's 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 hard. Yeah. That's a lot of sexual encounters, guys. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> but you have to perform, right? It's not just, you know, just just yeah. sex. Like you gotta Yeah, you, you wanna you, like, you know, enjoy it. Um, yeah, that too. <laughs> well, obviously this podcast is called Help I Suck at Dating. So I have to ask you, Pauline Mike, who sucks at dating more? I a thousand percent mean thousand percent oh really i, I thought you were gonna say i'm surprised one. to hear that oh Same. no 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 i'm i'm really good at dating i'm just really bad at relationships right yeah mm. and you know exactly what to say 
Yeah. You're very, Dude, very you good two, at that. You two are very good looking guys. You know, you understand I'm ugly, so I have to have yeah. game, you know? So oh, like, yeah. You're not handsome my, at all. My, I'm so sorry My My game was on point, you know? So we what, three yeah. hours of Taco Bell, you know what I mean? It was... And you're very charming, so... I, I try to be. I know. And, and I was a show-off. I, I bought you every taco and burrito at Taco Bell. <laughs> Hey Mike, if I look if I look half as good as you when I'm 42, I'll be very happy about that. I know, You're right? gonna look better. How old are you? <laughs> I'm 30. Oh wow, young dude. Enjoy it. 30s are it. Yeah. I mean, Jared, what are you? 32? Uh yeah, going on 33. Get up there. Nice. Um, yeah, nice. Well, Mike, uh, thank you so much, uh, Paulina. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Everybody who's listening right now, of course, please go watch. I'm sure you already do because it's in its ninth season. Uh, Shaw's of Sunset, which of course is on Bravo Sunday at 8 p.m. Um, thank you so much, guys, for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Yeah, man, it was fun. That was quick. Yes. That was yeah, thanks, fun. guys. Thanks, dude. Quick and easy. That's how we do it here on Help I Suck It. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> at Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All 
All right, everybody, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Mark is here with us. He is going to uh, hopefully read us some emails, and uh, we'll see if we can't answer them for you guys. They are both anonymous. Suspicious? Perhaps. Or just anyway, Nick Viall. Could be. This one's a quickie. I joined Hinge, and I've gone out on one date with one guy. Is it appropriate to ask if he's going out with anyone else on the second date, or is that too soon? Way too soon. What? It's a thousand percent appropriate. You should ask it whenever you ask right away if you want. I mean, I guess it's fine to ask, but don't don't have expectations of him saying he hasn't he's not going on dates with any other people after one day. Right, right, right. I'm saying you could ask for the sake of information, but don't be like, oh, well, I don't think you should go on dates with anyone else. Uh, I think it's dangerous. I think it might send him heading for the hills because he's going to think you want more of a commitment from him than he's willing to give even just by asking the question. I agree. Let's do this then. She should preface it by saying, hey, I haven't been doing this very long. I'm kind of new to the game. Uh, you're the first person I've gone on a date with. Are you dating other people? Like essentially being like, should I be dating other people from this app? Too? I think you She's should just the assume game. Give her a break. You can go on other dates with people unless you let's put a number on this. I say after if you go on a third date with someone and it's been three good dates, then you can start inquiring into if they're going on dates with other people. Because you've been on How one date, three. I say after the third yeah. date, because after you go on a three. you go on a first date and you feel things out, and then you're like, okay, that went well. I want to go on a second date to see if it goes as well the second time, and then you go on another date, and then if it goes well enough for a third date, and you go on the third date after that, I think you can really because we always say in this podcast, you got to go on three dates with one person in order to really know if that's the person you want to pursue or not, because. For example, my sister went on three dates with now, you know, her husband. First date went really well. Second date, not as good. And she was hesitant to go on a third date. Went on a third date, went splendidly, and now they're married. So I always say three dates. And after the third date, you can start asking like, hey, are you seeing other people? Are you going on dates with other people? Because then it's getting serious. Okay. I don't think we've ever, you said, we say on this podcast all the time. I don't think we've ever said that on this podcast. First and foremost, I just wanted to lead with that. We definitely have. It's been a while, second, but we have. Second of all, uh, well, my short-term memory loss is, uh, it's pretty bad these days. But uh, second of all, I don't think it's so binary. I think you just got to like, if you're feeling it, just do it. You know, it's not like after X amount of dates, ask this question. It's just like, if you're curious, ask the question. There's no harm in it. And you can even say something along the lines of like, I don't care if you're dating other people. I just like, I want to know this. I think that's totally legitimate. But just by asking the question, I think shows that you care. Okay, but then let's also say this. Let's say she's she's got some go growing pains with this new app dating culture thing. So, like, let her work out the growing pains. And, like, you know, she's going to have to figure out what works and what doesn't work. And maybe by asking the question, she can gauge the response and then decide whether it's appropriate to ask that question that soon into dating someone. Dean, that's what you and I are for, okay? Anonymous emails us so that they can really find out more about the dating game today because we're so knowledgeable, yeah. obviously. And, yeah, but true. if if anonymous asks this this guy that she went on a date with, maybe he like to Mark said he gets a little freaked out. True. I just I just am a big advocate for speaking your mind. So if that's what you're thinking at the moment, go ahead and say it. What's this? What's that? Uh, evil smirk for over there, Jared? Oh, I know. I I agree with you. I mean, I well, I don't agree with you, but I think it's time to move on to the second email. Was that evil? Smirk? Oh, sure, sure. Sure. Okay. So, I mean, anonymous, you got zero ground there because you had one of us saying one thing, one of us saying the other thing. Mark has yet to weigh in. So I guess you could be the tiebreaker here. No, I'm with Jared. I think you wait at least oh. three dates and maybe it's not a number of dates. Maybe it's an escalation of physicality. Mm -hmm. Can we bring another, can we bring someone else? And then Easton, can you maybe agree with me instead of agreeing with Jared? Uh, Hannah, uh, Riley, anyone, anyone that's on my team, anyone against me, don't chime in, but anyone that's on my I agree with you, Dean. I'm with you 100%. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. just being Easton. Don't. That's two to two. All right, Riley, you're the last one. You're the tiebreaker. What do you got for us? Riley's not on. It's Hannah and Kendall. What? Hannah has already posted in the chat that she is not joining this conversation for obvious yeah. reasons. No, that's fine. That's that's fine. She's a little sick. I think she can't speak. No, I think she moment. agrees with Jared. But Kendall? <laughs> Kendall, did you care to weigh in? Kendall says, I agree. Oh, speak your mind. Oh. Speak your mind. All right, nice. good. There you go. Major majority rules. Have fun Sorry. going on Sorry, another Jared. first Sorry, date. <laughs> majority rules. All yeah. right. This is also anonymous, also new to the dating game. 
She says, I was married for 15 years, just recently started dabbling back in the dating scene. I'm 40, a super busy mom and career woman, so I don't have a ton of free time. I recently started dating someone new, and due to both of our busy schedules, we really only get to see each other maybe once a week. In the meantime, I want to keep in touch, and I know how important communication is, so I try to text him. He's not a great texter. He never texts me first, and he sometimes won't text me back for hours. I worry that maybe he's just not that into me, because I feel like if he were, he would make the time to reach out or tell me that he's thinking about me. Am I overthinking this? A thousand percent, no. I do not think you are overthinking this. Uh, Anonymous, you're 40. I'm assuming this gentleman is probably around your age. Uh, You are a busy mom. You are a career woman. You are raising your children. You were married for 15 years, and now you're getting back into the dating game. The last thing you want, the last thing you need is some guy trying to play the game, so to speak. And so if he's not texting you first, he's taking hours to respond. As you said, communication is the most important part of a relationship. And if he's not willing to put the time in to communicate with you, I don't think you're overthinking it. I think this guy might suck. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting take. Quick, uh, <laughs> quick tangent. Quick, quick tangent. I want to get I want to gauge your guys' opinion on this. It's it's kind of relevant, but not necessarily to answer the question. Um, I, I'm not afraid of many things, you know, like I, I don't. I don't have any fears, but I will say one thing that I've kind of been thinking about more recently that I think is a fear of mine is let's say, you know, God forbid in 20 years, Kaylin and I just decide to break up, right? All of a sudden I'm 50 and single. I think that is the most terrible, you know, I know anonymous is doing great over there, but being 50 and single, freshly single seems like it would be really awful. Do you guys have that fear as well at all? Yes, or no? definitely. Am I alone in that? Oh, yeah. oh, a thousand percent. I'm I'm almost 33 and I think I'm too old for the game. Like, let alone something happening in 15 years. It would be very nerve wracking to say the least. Okay, cool. I'm glad I'm glad that uh, we all kind of feel the same way then. Mark, I know you're already, you know, I know that 50's in your rear view mirror at this point, but I still appreciate you having an input there. Um, I would say that uh, with Anonymous being a bit older, with Anonymous being a bit older, um, I just think, I think it's a generational thing where it's like guys and women of a certain age are just less tech savvy. Like, you know, teenagers and early 20 year olds are glued to their cell phones all the time. So if they're not texting you back right away, big issue because their phone's always in their hand. But like older gentlemen... Older women, I feel like they are, they're maybe less inclined to have technology be such a big part of their day-to-day life. So I don't think it's that big of a red flag. I guess I'm going off the assumption that he's also not calling her. You know, so if it is a generational thing, I would imagine he would try to call her sometimes and just let him let her know, you know, hey, what do you want to try to get together? Especially when you get older, as we can all attest to, your schedules start becoming busier, your free time becomes less and less. So you really have to plan out things. And so it seems like Anonymous over here is reaching out to say, hey, let's what's what are you doing next Thursday or what are you doing Saturday, whatever. And it doesn't seem like this guy's doing it. Now, granted, I'm making a leap there because I'm assuming this. But, uh, you know, there's only so much information we can go off of. What do you guys think, Mark? It's funny. It's funny when you mentioned that that being the fear of being 50 and single. When you brought that up, it didn't even occur to me that I'm already 50 and there's no danger of me being 50 and single because <laughs> it's already passed. Never even entered my head. That's kind of a weird thing about being freshly 50. Anyway, I agree with Dean. Um, speaking for the Generation Xers out there, I have a lot of friends my age who are terrible texters. They will take days to get back to you. And may never get back to you. They just, they're not good at it. And so I think, unless this guy's always on Instagram and Facebook and all this stuff, I'm guessing he's not. I think it's probably fine. And you're maybe looking for problems that aren't really there. I think just take it easy and relax. And I think it's going to be okay. Well, let me ask you this, Mark. Because you say, I'm assuming the guys that you're talking about are your friends, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you text your wife differently than you text your friends for example if your wife reached out would you respond quicker than if a friend reached out yes that's my point i think that if she's reaching out and he's not responding then maybe he isn't as into her as she's hoping interesting yeah i think i'm a good texter though but i think a lot of these guys are just a little bit intimidated by this phone in their pocket it's kind of a weird thing i, I think unless there are other problems then i think everything is okay but i mean you make a point jared for sure easton what's your take on this i feel like you got some some good input here 
I think even with technology barriers, I think that if someone's into you, they will send a carrier pigeon to get in touch with you. Like they'll do whatever they mm. can do. So I, I, I would be concerned, but also come on, you're newly single. Like just, just, just live it. Uh, I, I don't know. Get, try to get out of your head. I know it's a hard thing to do, but um, I don't know. I think that's great advice. No, I agree. Anonymous, you know, I, I don't know. You shouldn't overthink it because you are newly single and, and don't put too much stress on, on finding a relationship that quickly. I agree with Easton. But Thank I do you. agree. Like you're newly single, you're 40, you're smoking hot, like play the field a little bit, you know, go on, go on a day to day for a couple weeks, maybe just get them lined up, figure it all out. Remember that woman that went on a hundred dates, uh, in, <laughs> uh, not a hundred days, but like a hundred, she went on a hundred dates. So maybe anonymous, Hey, there you go. Nice little challenge for yourself. You got the next year. So anonymous, maybe this time next year, you can email back in the podcast because obviously we'll still be airing because we're thriving. And you can give us an update on whether you went on 100 dates in one year. Well, that's the big thing too. If it's important for you to get texts back in a, like a timely manner, then that guy's probably not for you because mm-hmm. even if he's great for you, even if you guys are great together, whatever, if he doesn't text you back, it's not going to be something that you're fulfilled with. So yeah, just go on more dates. I think that's a pretty simple solution. Bada bing, bada boom. I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. What do you think, Dean? <laughs> what do you think, Easton? I, I have one thing, just one really quick thing to bring up. I'm sorry, right at the end here. Um, so uh, you guys might know that in 2019, I was the uh, Caramel Corn Princess for Arclight Cinemas. Oh, yeah. I remember. Very big deal for me. Um, and Arclight Cinemas is no more, but no, I so have sad. regained I regained my crown. Uh, there is a popcorn company called Thank You Popcorn. They're very cool. They do like flavored popcorn. And they have named me the 2021 Caramel Corn Princess. And they let wow. me design my own flavor. I have my own what Caramel it Corn. It's, it's called the Caramel Corn Princess Mix. Uh, and it's Caramel Corn with M&M's mixed in, which is what I do when I go to the movies. And uh, I'm really excited about it. And you can get it right now. And the coolest part about it is that uh, if you buy this, uh, all the proceeds go to a charity I like called Shoes That Fit. And it gets uh, shoes for kids for school that can't afford it. And uh, Dean and Jared, you have some of this on your, their way to your house right now, so you guys can enjoy the popcorn. But um, thank you, popcorn.com, if you want the Caramel Corn Princess Mix. It's really good. I've been eating it all morning. Where, where can people get it again? Uh, thank you, popcorn.com. That's the name of the, the place to oh. be. It's super good. And it goes to a great cause. Yeah. I love the shameless plug. I really, uh, I think it's great. I think it's just great. <laughs> oh, I, re- I revolve my life around shameless plugs. Are you kidding me? Uh, Easton, I have a question for you before we go, because you're you're such a big movie guy. If you had to choose one movie to show a date, so, uh, you can even like, say you go on a date with Allison or like back in your single days when you would go to the movies, if you could choose one movie throughout the entirety of civilization to see, to show your date, what movie would you go to? I've thought about this before. That movie is who's Harry Crumb starring John Candy. And the reason is, I think that movie reflects my uh, sense of humor very well. Uh, Not a lot of people have seen that movie. And if they like it and they're willing to hang out with me afterwards, I think it's going to be a good relationship. So that's the movie. That's such a good personalized answer. Mm -hmm. So Allison likes that movie without question, right? Allison tolerates. She she enjoyed the movie. She has seen it a couple times now (laughs) and she thinks it's funny. But I have it like committed to memory. It's like one of my favorite movies, and I, I don't know why. But so maybe she doesn't like it, but she likes that you like it. Yes, yes, and and she uh, she appreciates like what it means to me, which is the most important part about it, I think. But that's the Aww. movie I would pick, and well, I think everyone should go out and watch it too. Mark, what about wow. you? What movie would you pick? And this is to sum yourself up. And this, in a nutshell, this is me. Is that what you're saying well, you to this could, partner? Well, you could pick whatever movie you want. Easton went that route. He wanted to show a movie that was very personalized to him so his date or his wife could better understand his sense of humor and, and really enjoy the things that he wants to enjoy. Or you could say, hey, I really think that this is a great romantic movie and this would get me on a second date, which is why I'm bringing her to this movie. It's kind of whatever we, whatever way you want to take it. Oh, that's a tough one because I think Who's Harry Crumb would really not please a lot of potential dates. <laughs> like, if you want to know me, I think it's probably Field of Dreams because it's family and it's baseball and it's time travel and it's just kind of whimsy. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't know that that's going to get me a second date. I think it would, mm. because I think the 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 person that you bring on the date would love your love for a sappy movie like Field of Dreams. I mean, oh my God, when Costner's like, Dad, you want to have yeah. a catch? Like, oh it's my God, just tears, yeah. Niagara Falls. Okay, well, all right, there we go. Well, what does Amy think of the movie? Uh, same thing. She tolerates it. I mean, she probably likes a little bit more. Uh, we haven't seen it in probably 20 years uh, together. Wow. Well, together. I've seen it plenty. Uh, but I, I, she, she, she likes it. She likes it okay. I'll say that. All right, Mark, here's your homework for next week. We got seven days until we see you next. It's it's Friday night tonight. Maybe just turn the movie on. Get some of uh, Popcorn.com, Caramel Corn Princess starring Easton with M&Ms in it. Uh, pull up a chair. And just go ahead and watch Field of Dreams. With I, Amy want, I want to show it. it to my daughters, too. I definitely Aww. want to do that. That's a special moment. Go. Yeah. That's cool. There you go. Jared, what's yours? Superman versus Batman versus <laughs> Spider-Man versus Batman again? <laughs> Snyder Cut? <laughs> oh, my God. Justice League. Well, actually, so if you guys don't know, Justice League, the Zack Snyder Cut, came out earlier this year. And it was a four-hour movie on HBO Max. And Ashley watched every minute of that four hours with me. Wow. And if I already didn't mm. know that she was the one, that doubled down on it. Uh, I would mm. say uh, it's a movie that actually, I'll tell you a story that I, again, you guys are going to like slap me across the face because of the stupidity that I am. Back when Ashley and I were just friends, uh, in the first few months of our friendship really starting to form, I told her that uh, my favorite movie uh, is the 1978 Superman. And, uh, but I was like, but I think you might like the second one better because there's a little bit more of a love romance involved in the storyline. And, uh, and I told her like my ideal date, we were talking about our ideal dates. And I said, Oh, it'd probably be watching Superman or Superman two with, you know, Chinese food and, and junior mints. Cause I love junior mints. And she sent me a picture like a week later she was on her couch by herself, Chinese food, Junior Mints, and watching Superman 2. Mm. And a, it, still took, I've ever heard. it still took me two years before we started dating. So th as oh you can gosh. see, I know the stupidity is, is very, but like that moment was something that will always just be like, wow, you are just an incredible human being. And uh, it was cool. How'd you respond? Did you just say, wow, that looks like fun. Enjoy. Well, <laughs> like, that was, no, that's, I mean, honestly, that was in the midst of the confusion between Ashley and I, between us, like, are we friends? Are we more than friends? Like yeah. everybody who knew us at that point was like, hey, you guys, no, you guys like feel like boyfriend, girlfriend. This is kind of weird. Uh, and so it was always like, I was, I was in love with her back then and just couldn't bring myself to like, get out of my dumbness. So that was like, you know, and then I would respond and saying like how awesome she is and how much I care for her and like, oh my God, this is so much, this is awesome. And so like, it's not that hard to believe that Ashley was a little confused back then. <laughs> but yeah, that was cool. So anyway, my, my movie would be the 1978 Christopher Reeve Superman because one, I think it's a movie that females can enjoy as well. Uh, cause it is like this, you know, Christopher Reeve one is not that hard to look at when he's in, you know, the blue suit, my God, what a stud. And then it also has that romance element and that magical element that, you know, a lot of people can uh, get behind. Hmm. Good answer. Dean, what about you? Uh, I think I talked about this on the podcast a while ago that Kaylin and I tried to watch that movie Akita, the, like the anime movie from like the late eighties. And, uh, I'll be honest. I hadn't seen it in a while. I remember loving it when I was a kid, a teenager, and uh, Caitlin and I tried watching it, and uh, I think she fell asleep like 20 minutes into it, so I would say that movie, because it was like a childhood favorite of mine, but it didn't really go over all that well for Caitlin and I, so, but then again, like, it's a great movie, it just, there are some slow moments in it, and so, like, I can see why someone would fall asleep in it, like, there were moments where I was kind of even getting a little, like, bored, um, but other than that, I would say maybe, like, you guys all have these really great answers. Um, I would say maybe, oh my gosh, get out of here. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just getting a phone call. I would say maybe uh, How to Train Your Dragon is a really good one. Is there no movie that, I feel like you, it would be like 2001, A Space Odyssey. You know what I mean? Something that like is crazy. Well, I, I love Interstellar and Kaylin has like set up a nice like little, like last year for my birthday, Kaylin set up like a home theater in the spare bedroom and put on Interstellar for us. We watched that all night and it was really good. Again, it's another great movie, but there is so many slow moments. I just think our attention yeah. spans are are dwindling down every single year. And, um, you know, the, the plot development, if it doesn't happen fast enough, we just kind of get over it. But 
What about Into the Wild? The guy gets in a van and heads up to Alaska and yeah. find his corpse later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were actually just talking about that movie. I was just on a bachelor party with Kalen's uncle, and his he lived in Alaska for a long time. And we were talking about Alexander Supertramp, and he was like, "Yeah, in Alaska, everyone hates Alexander Supertramp. Like he was so unprepared. He mm-hmm. made so many foolish decisions. And it's so interesting to think about because like we all look at him as like a really interesting." kind of like a heroic figure, but people in Alaska don't really seem to like him all that much. Yeah, that's very interesting. I was a huge Into the Wild fan. When that movie came out, I was fa- I saw it two times in theaters. I read the book. I was fascinated by Alexander Supertramp. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Mark's got his homework. I'll, I'll think of a better movie for you guys to share next week, and then uh, we'll all come back full circle and share all of, of, of our experiences, I guess. But uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating, you guys. I really appreciate the listeners joining uh, tuning in and joining us this week. Uh, the Shahs of Sunset cast members, Mike and Paulina, thank you so much for joining us as well. Be sure to check out their show, Shahs of Sunset on Bravo. They've got a million episodes because they're in their ninth season now, so you won't be any won't be short for content there. Jared, one last chance. This is your very last chance to share the sex of your baby. We should really cut it off with me being like, it's a... Uh... And then the podcast end. Help, I suck at dating. Uh, I'm, we're going to share it soon. You know, I, I got to talk to the wife. Obviously, she's the boss. Uh, and uh, she's the one who's persistently being sick and uh, growing life inside of her while I just get her fast food and crackers sometimes. So it's really up to her, um, rightfully so. But uh, who knows? We'll see what happens next week. So make sure everyone uh, keep emailing us, keep following us, and please tune in next week. We're hopefully... <laughs> We all suck a little less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City in Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.